Hello, Steve. Hello, Jill. It's time to game classy. It's it. There we go. That little sound. Oh, nice. It is recording. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't say it. It doesn't say, you know, the your recording is in progress, but you can actually see in the upper left, you can actually see that it's being recorded. Yes. I. Uh, That's even better. <laughs> so this is this is generally what I use for work more than Zoom. So we'll see how this works. Um, I have no idea. I've never actually done any recording on it. So we could lose the entire podcast for all I know. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, but we'll see. This is this is all new. It's a new experience for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, 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 I'm done with Zoom. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, you know, I'm especially upset about the fact that Zoom is having people go back to the office. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's one of those stupid things where it's like they're just using it as an excuse to lay off staff. Yeah. They're not actually like, oh, we need to be back in the office for reasons. No, no they do. They're doing that all over the place, and it's not because it's of anything other than, yeah, they just want to get rid of some excess staff that they have. It's yeah, it's it's it, they hired extra staff. They hired extra staff uh, during the most active parts of the pandemic, and uh, now they want to trim because they can keep the excess profits and get rid of the extra staff they hired. No, it's, well, no, it's, all companies are doing that just because they're. They want to, to trim the fat, so to speak. Yes, I mean, I'm saying it's 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 basic it's basic playbook bull, uh, CEO bullshit. Well, I, yeah, and it's it's nonsense because it's like, well, we're, they're trying to they're like, well, if you don't, we're going to take it as your resignation. It's like, no, you're firing me. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm going to get unemployment benefit. Exactly. Yeah. You you can't t you can't tell someone that they quit if you suddenly flip the script on them because it work yeah, that way. It, yeah, yeah. By the way, if that happens to anybody, just remember to write on a on an email saying it's like I do not take this as my resignation. And it, yeah, this is not a resignation. This, this is, is a termination. A, this is a termination. <laughs> yes. So you could get those sweet, sweet unemployment benefits that aren't really that sweet, but they're enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. I, that that that's one that's one thing that's uh, that I'm I'm, I'm really. Uh, I, I think those good about my companies that are like, they were smart enough to actually be like, oh, wait, no, this is actually better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, oh, wait, it's actually better. Yeah. The, the uh, uh, where, where I work, we will never go remote, even though we have the infrastructure to go remote and we went remote for two years. Everyone panicked <laughs> last year when it was like, I think it was that day we had the massive snowstorm and they I were like, that, yeah. and everyone was like, are we going to go remote? Are we going to go remote? And the, the, the district was like, no. <laughs> no, you're not going remote. Yeah, it's just a power play. That's all it is. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's why the mayor of Chicago got voted out by like a super everyone. majority. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone. Yeah, yeah. She was uh the mayor of Chicago for those who the local news. The mayor of Chicago. I don't know why I was doing people's court, but yeah, the mayor of Chicago managed to not only uh, um. That upset all the teachers, but she also upset all the firefighters and all the cops. So you had the three biggest unions in the entire city. Against yeah, I mean, her. she had she had everybody. Uh, nobody liked her. <laughs> yeah, and and it wasn't like you know sometimes there are like those people who are okay with being unliked because they have to make necessary changes. Mm -hmm. Like like um uh like with the whole thing with reddit right now where everyone was all upset with the ceo because he had to make those change because he made those changes to the whatever the, the third party apps is yeah you know they're all like oh we don't like this guy and the guy was like whatever it doesn't matter i'm still getting paid millions of dollars and you guys are just using my platform to show anime pics every time every time so he was okay with it no she was just bad she was bad at her job <laughs> so We'll see. But anyway, that was remote. Um, oh, yeah. So that uh, was the local news. Local dun, dun, news. Dun, dun, the local news. <laughs> the people's court. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hate I hate court shows. My sister uh, loves them. I hate them. I, I, I didn't get the appeal. Like, I, 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 I don't like I mean, I know I know like the. I know the well. I, I get the appeal of the ones that are like the personality shows, like you know, like Judge Mathis takes no shit in his courtroom. Like I get that because they're they're selling the they're judge selling the, the judge. Yeah. 
Yeah, Judge Judy, who's always like, don't piss on me and called sunshine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that I get. But like, it'd be so much better if she actually said shit like that. <laughs> I agree with this, actually. <laughs> yeah, the uh, no, it, it's to me, a lot of those are come from growing up in a house without cable on a week, staying home on a weekday when you're sick. Like watching like that Empire and, carpet commercials. Yeah. Uh, People's court uh, prices, right? Yeah, all all of those the, like the the local the more local stuff that you you'd know, see on WGN should, or something. We should bring back trial by combat, but you you can't use a proxy. That's got to be the rule. Uh, oh, you know what? Maybe uh, yeah 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 yeah. You can't use a proxy. You got to fight your own fight. Oh you, oh, you mean like instead of people's court, like you have to do trial by combat? Yeah, you have to do trial by combat. But but the, an important rule is like you know one of the, one of the things that the rich people used to use to get out of trial by combat is that you could hire a proxy to fight for you. Oh yeah. The, the, the big the big you know. Number one rule, perhaps the only rule for my trial by combat system is you got to fight your own battle, like period. Yeah, there was a um, there was a guy in the UK who actually like I think he got a, like a speeding ticket and he went to court and was like, I demand trial by combat. And yes, because like, they didn't actually like remove it from the law. So he yeah. could like it was actually l literally legally within his right. Yeah. And, and the, the court was just like, no, it's <laughs> fucking awesome. That's bro. not happening. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, though. Like, what a fucking baller move to know that, like, you could actually do it and be like, oh, wait, I can actually do this. <laughs> yeah. It, except for the fact that, you know, it's like the people that we actually want to do trial by combat with, it wouldn't actually. Could you imagine because of how our laws work in the United States, it's like. You challenge a corporation at trial by combat. So like the corporation like emails everybody saying like, all right, everybody's got to show up to this to this plane. We're going to have a massive combat <laughs> no, against no, this I, one guy. I, I don't think I don't think I would say you, you you're you're allowed to challenge just randomly challenge people to travel by combat. It has to be like it like it can settle a court case, essentially. Well, that's what I'm saying is like if you sue a corporation, but because corporations are considered people. Mm, I see you, you have, have to fight the whole corp yourself. You have to fight the whole corporation yourself. Well, I mean, you know, maybe you know, you might you you might be able to find some. You know, if you win, do you get the corporation? I don't know, but I think if you had a class action settlement, it could be like a classic giant battle, like oh, a, like, like a the movie Battle Royale, or or I was thinking more Braveheart. Oh, sure, that works too. You know, yeah, not not Battle Royale, but the you know, you have like one whole side going up against the other whole side, Warhammer Fantasy Battle style. Uh, yeah. I agree. I agree with this. This works. Because you could just imagine all those people in the corporation want nothing to do with uh, with, with the combat. They're like, no, we don't want to do this. That's but that's you, a, that's true. You'd probably you'd probably skate by with a lot less fighting than you'd think. Yeah, and and you know, and then but there's like, of course, the middle managers are the ones who are like trying to get you to go. Yes, go forward. We're a family here, and we really need you to do this combat. We, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're really not pulling your weight by manning yeah, the trebuchet. Yeah, we're understaffed. We really need more. We really need more people willing to sacrifice their bodies. Attention, all staff. We will be having a mass combat over at the Battle of Baden Plains. Um, if you do not show up, we'll be taking it as a resignation. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Now we've got it. Now we've done it. I'm going to start off. Well, welcome to Game Classy. I am your host, Joe, and with me is always my co-host, Steve. Hello, 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 hello. We're trying a new recording format today, so we're going to see how this works. Um, it's supposedly uh, Google Meets will re record for eight hours, so we don't have to stop even. Wow. We could just keep going, man. We just keep going. Just like Thumb and Louise. I think I, I don't know, man. I think once we got like I think once we got to like hour three, we'd probably be dead. <laughs> we'd just be dead. And actually there's there's not a ton of gaming news th this week, but I did I did want to start off with some apologies. Mm -hmm. Um I, I some corrections, if you will. Let's go. Um first off, the Warcry starter set is not both warbands. It's only mm -hmm. like half the warband surprisingly okay uh so half the warband of the stormcast half the the of the undead so that kind of sucks it's still a cool box though it is it is a still a cool looking box set um it's 100 bucks though so fuck that um especially because you can actually go on oh excuse me you can go on amazon and buy the full like a full war Christ starter like box set mm. for 105 dollars wow that's yeah, a, that's a good price. The I don't remember which one it is, but it's one of them. I th well, I mean, they're the vast majority of them are under 120. If you go on Amazon or the, some of the newer ones are under 120. 
I think Beasts of uh, the Heart of Gur, which is the big starter set, mm-hmm. is not. I think that one is only. Uh, uh, I think that one's 150, but just okay. Well, the, that one's big. It's got a lot of terrain in it. It's got a lot of terrain, and you get the rule book, so you do need yeah. the rule book. Um, which is easy to find. I find them all over. They're at every half price books, and you can get them on eBay for cheap. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, yeah. So so that's my first apology on that one because it's not worth it, and uh, I don't think anybody's really gonna buy that one. Which was it's a huge mistake on on GW's part. They put out a one. I think it was called Battle Cry or or War Smith. War, it was something. War. It was like a a, a War Cry clone they put out at uh, Barnes and Noble. That actually would had better terrain and used two Underworlds war bands. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. That one's cool. It used the uh, Bladeborn. That's what it was called. Yeah, it used the Stormcast um, Wizards, if I remember correctly. No, it no? maybe it used it, it. definitely used the Chaos. I, yeah, I thought I had. I, had, I thought I had like the one the one Wizards with the like floating stones, but I might be wrong. Uh, who knows? And the so yeah, that's you know on that end. But that's some of that's my first apology. Not worth it. And then my second, it's not really an apology, but I just want to clarify with the Vallejo um, metallics that I talked about. The Express. Yeah. So the metallics aren't Express. The metallics are part of the game color system, but they work and they flow like um, like uh, uh, contrasts. Mm. So just keep that in mind that they are um they're not actually contrast they just flow really really well and they have really good coverage uh so that's that's the other thing i really wanted to apologize on because uh vallejo redid their game color line so i you know i I deep dove into this and i don't know why but vallejo has their two main branches that we use for mini gaming is they have model color and game color Mm. Uh, model color is more muted and it gives a little more realistic colors, I guess would I would say. Um, I like using the model color quite a bit. Most of my paints from Vallejo are the, are the model color. And then they have game color, which is designed for mini games, which I don't understand why you have to have the two different ones. But the game color is supposedly brighter and like more vivid. I'll say I, my guess would have been a le- uh, less useful for blending less coats kind of thing. Maybe, but they have the the game color got a full redesign. So the main thing that I think I really like about the game color is they actually have uh, new bottles for them. They're like Mm. they're not the really hard plasticky bottles that you normally have. These are a lot more squishy. Okay, and they I think that they actually like pour the paint better onto the palette. If that makes sense. All right. But they're yeah, they're not I'll the, buy that for a dollar. They're not the hard plastic. I'm I'm holding them right here so you can't see them because I don't have my camera on because I'm technically <laughs> recording this in my bathroom. Um yeah, it's it's a hard plastic for the for the model color, but the game color is like a soft plastic. It's very nice. Oh. It feels good. It's got good hand feel, Steve. <laughs> well, we you know, you know our most important thing we've always talked about is the mouth and hand feel. The mouth the mouth feel. Oh, I hate I hate that's like that's like a total white person thing, you know, mouthfeel. <laughs> yeah, like only only the most vanilla mayonnaise person would come up with the term mouthfeel. <laughs> mouthfeel. It's funny. It is. I mean, it is funny. It's just it's like that. It's that overly pretentious nonsense that we have to deal with. Mm. It's I don't it's like a it's like a 2000, like a late 2000s thing to me, the, the fact that everyone seems to take all these cool niche things and just destroy them through like like dissecting the nuance of it oh it was like it's like that uh that uh sung one video where it's like it's before and after you discover a subreddit for something it's it's him talking about water <laughs> yeah it, it, you know it, it's like uh beer is always my 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 go-to on this because it's it's probably the most widely varied thing does it the, the, the classic snobbery item yeah the classic snobbery item where it's just like literally up until like 2005 in america don't of our european listeners uh, up until 2005 it's like all beer was was shit domestic beer and occasionally you'd have a couple imports like you'd have like a like a uh, <coughs> i don't Kieran. even know um like a like a heineken <laughs> I'll say Kieran, Kieran beer. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go Japanese. Yeah. 
you'd have like these occasional like imports and that was it and then 2005 microbrews start break microbreweries really started and everything's a fucking ipa and then well yeah ipa is 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 was just one of them now everything's a sour um <laughs> ipas are still big but whatever but yeah people started making their own beers and then it became like these people just became snobs about it like the nuance between it and it's like if you actually go to many of these microbrews they're always filled with these guys who are like these or i should say these these guys and their wives who are 55 60 who are just sitting around drinking the beer they don't care they just want to go to a bar the, the nutty aromatics of this beer yeah. really uh sells me and and you know i have to say compared to the last brew uh the mouthfeel on this blend is superior yeah uh, and then there's there's me who's like i i like the taste of this beer it gets me drunk faster than this yeah. other beer which i also like the taste. i was going to say it's like it's it's just like this beer gets me drunk review five out of five <laughs> yeah i mean like the the only beers i really don't like if offered are i don't like um smoky beers you I, I don't like beers that where they use liquid smoke in the beer you is, that, I, is that like a real thing yeah it's a choice it's not one of my favorites you're like uh, you're not fucking with me right like that's an actual like people putting liquid smoke in beer is real like that's a that, that's an actual thing yep that's I don't know if they actually disgusting. put liquid beer in this. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually liquid smoke in the beer, but they give the beer a liquid smoke esh mm. flavor. And I don't know how they do it, whether they actually like smoke it or put liquid smoke in it, but that's, that's whatever madness. have you. That's that's madness. The, oh, uh <laughs> complete uh, you know, it's 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 not related to this this current cast, but the last cast it's related with uh uh cryptid. Have you ever heard of El Duende? El what? El Duende. Duende. Yeah, Maybe Duende. I have. El, El Duende. It's uh, it's it's great. You, I think everyone should watch videos on El Duende. There, there's there's a YouTube video. It's called uh, the top ten most shocking El Duende proof. And oh, I know this. Yeah, I don't know yeah. by that name, but I I know what this is. Yeah, yeah. they're like they're like leprechauns, but it's yeah, they're, they're yeah, they're basically like gnomes. Yeah, 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 they're gnomes. El Duende. <laughs> but there's a video that like I'm fairly certain is like not being played for any like like crumb of irony uh and it's like it's the top 10 real to one day and man those the i was dying like laughing my fucking ass off like some of the like one of the one of the videos of a real duende literally looks like they they put like they poorly cg'd gullum uh, a small gullum running like blurry in the background and like the people in the video are reacting like oh, El duende! it's it's so good is it as good as the leprechaun in the in atlanta Oh, the, I, the leprechaun in the tree. Yeah, the leprechaun in the tree. I, I'd say it's. I'd say it's on par with the leprechaun in the tree. Well, it was. Um, yeah, I, I mean, people get weird about that sort of stuff. I mean, what is it in Iceland? They still put up the houses for the elves, the Hildefolk. That's right, the Hildefolk. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm not necessarily like uh, th that, but I, I, I just, it's just weird to me. Like I, well, just for the squatch, right? Well, yes, just for the squatch. I mean, I'm one of those people who's like, I would put out like little fairy houses in my backyard just to, for decoration to be cute. And yeah. then you meet someone who really believes in that. And you're just <laughs> yeah. like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, like if I could build a Sasquatch house for a Sasquatch just in my backyard, it'd be pretty good. I, mean, I imagine a Sasquatch would not be a good person to have in your yard. Uh, Probably not. I mean, can you imagine the the like Sasquatch poops? Oh, God, they'd be huge. It'd yeah. be like the dinosaur poop in Jurassic Park. Exactly. And then you'd have to be like, they do move in hurts. <laughs> they do. Dun, 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 <laughs> Jurassic Park. It's a movie about dinosaurs. Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> that's a terrible name. Not only, have you, not only have you done a film that's already been done, you give it the worst name I've ever heard. Oh, um. um so uh, did, oh speaking of the the, the cryptids it, that reminded me of the article that was sent to us from uh, New Zealand mm -hmm. about their their cryptid issue and did you actually read that article I, I didn't know oh my god it's like every other word is some strange New Zealandy word where it's just like I this is what it must be to read another language but having a, <laughs> but having like a 50% grasp on that language like a really like solid grasp like reading spanish but you know like 
enough Spanish that you could like talk pretty fluently, but yet when you read it, you have no concept of what's being read to you. Mm. I guess the only way I can describe it because <laughs> it's like Auckland's dream train project, the 2.6 billion city loop might have another problem to face. The Harotiu, the Teniwaha. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, it's I I can't. It's, what's being done about the Teniwaha Harutu who lives just outside here, and that tunnel will be going right through his Roho Naruto. Wilcox told the Auckland City Council Transport Committee, like, <laughs> the transport. I can't. Like my New Zealand is just my Australian, but up in the nose. So I, I don't think I don't think I can even try. You can't. Well, I don't think so. Like if I said do an Australian accent, could you do an Australian accent? Right. Well, uh, no. <laughs> it's like I like how everyone in America's Australian accent starts with the word "right." Right. Right. Yeah, that's the, we all we were all taught by Paul Hogan to do that. <laughs> that's not a knife. This, this is, is a knife. knife. That's not a knife. Yeah. That's a spoon. <laughs> See, you played knifey spoony before. Oh, you know what? Nine hundred dollar dues. There you go. <laughs> that, that's 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 what I got. I always will go. I'll with that. I always go with. It's an emergency. It's an emergency, Paul. <laughs> now everybody just does it based off Bluey. That's that's the whole uh, thing now. Yeah, it was Bluey. It's all. It's nerr. <laughs> well, you know my uh, on my beans. My my niece has a coming and going Australian accent now because of Bluey. Yeah, it's really funny because like she'll start talking and it's just like, what the fuck? There's a little Australian child in this room. In this room. <laughs> you know. Uh, so when when I want to do an, a New Zealand accent, you know what word I use? I use the word deck. Dick? Yeah, you always go up. You go dick. You go dick. Yeah, so you say dick instead of deck, and that's how it gets me into my into my New Zealand accent. If I can if I let's go stand on your dick. Yeah. I'm gonna have a little uh barbecue out in the dick. I love it when my neighbors come on my dick. <laughs> there you go, yeah. <laughs> you just say I love it when my neighbors come on my dick. Yep, see? Got it. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea if that's like legit New Zealand or anything like that, but I try. I try to do. I try to be able to do as many accents as possible. I've been working on South African for a long time. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to do South African. I have to like watch Chappie and then uh, <laughs> and realize how stupid of a movie it is. And so, I like you know what I like Chappie. <laughs> Chappie's a terrible fucking movie. Oh yeah, I know, but I like it. Yeah, it's like Neil Blowcamp. It's like that man, he did one great sci-fi movie and then he just he can't get it. <laughs> he can't. Now he's doing that race car movie um, where 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 you can play a video game of a race car and then you become European. Oats no, the Oats Studios thing was fucking dope as shit. The one that oh, was those like are the shorts, shorts that he did though. I'm yeah, talking like the, full movies though. Yeah, but yeah, well I'm what well, and what I'm saying is he should just stick to shorts. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, because they were because that that little series. And, and if anyone hasn't seen it, I highly recommend you watch Oats Studios. Very, very cool. But aren't you going to watch the the whatever the F1 racing movie is, the, the last Starfighter? But it it's so I, that I, he can. I am. I am not. You're not. I, I you know, not. you don't you don't want to see the movie where they're like, you have been selected by the F1 League to protect the borders of France from Germany and the Kodan Armada or whatever. Yeah, I am not. Ah, uh, well. All right, so let's uh let's talk about some news. Uh, uh, Gen Con just ended up, and you know they um they nothing. I didn't see anything too crazy. I did see that they announced uh, Starfinder uh, Second Edition. Yes, yeah. This is this is the this is then this will be in compliance with the orc. With the orc? Yes, the orc. Yeah. So the, the, they're they're very clever. Uh, play on org oh okay it's orc okay so this is this is so that they can get away from having any issues with dd's open gaming license mm -hmm. okay that's what i kind of figured on that end um i don't know too many people who play starfinder though uh i've i've never it's something that i don't see talked about online i i, I i'm sure people do but i don't you know whatever you know, i mean I, I mean, I only like I the, the people I know who most actively play Starfinder and Pathfinder, like they all do the organized play stuff. Oh, that's that's the that's that, that's what I like. I, I don't actually know. I don't know anyone. It sounds so weird to frame it like this, but I don't know anyone who plays either Finder game casually. 
either finder either well yeah they don't play starfinder they don't play pathfinder but they don't play they don't play them casually like they only play the organized play stuff they, they, they're only professional casuals yes which is uh well i mean i i, I can see this like it it makes sense to me in a lot of levels uh to 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 want to be in the game like that because one um there's no like it, it's like there's you get to bring your character to like you know a essentially a real life mmo yeah um because you know your character gets to carry their the, everything to the next adventure and, and like you know you, you go run different gms like doing conventions you could you'll bounce your character between gms and games uh and you know one of the one of the things that's extremely critical about um their organized play is that you know it's everything's by the book there's there is no like fudging there is no um uh ad hocking stuff uh, which which if you're gonna play a game with as many fucking rules as pathfinder or starfinder like why wouldn't you just go all the way and play the organized play at that point yeah i yeah the um I think I I get what you're saying. It's like everybody across the U.S. who's playing in the Pathfinder League, they all have the same module and DM doesn't do any of that nonsense that all DMs do where it's like, this doesn't make any sense. I'm going to completely change this. Yep. Yeah. No, you you run it as written. So everybody's characters can transfer from location to location. It's actually not a bad system. I mean, it sounds a little a little much for me, but. You know, yeah, I, prefer... cool. I, I mean, I've played I've played in several, but I only ever use pregens. I just yeah. grab a, I just grab a pregen character played. I did a, I did a samurai once it was pretty cool. Uh, I, I do. I do think Starfinder is a bit cooler than uh, Pathfinder just because, you know, uh, it's space. Yeah, it's space space. Uh, it's space fantasy, which I think is like the dopest shit. Um, I kind of wish space fantasy was more like ice pirates than how space <laughs> space fantasy really is ice pirates you don't remember ice pirates ron perlman angelica houston i am i i'm i'm drawing got the space herpes i'm trying a blank but I, oh i i've never seen this film you've never oh do yourself a favor and watch it it's not a great film but it's fun <laughs> i'm down i just like how it's 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 really has that it has a very fantasy-esque mm. appearance and the way it works and everything kind is of like, very, a, like a Buck Rogers kind of style where pulp, kind of, pulp sci-fi is a pulp sci-fi. Eh, yeah, but it's got like a little more sword and sorcery flavor to it mm. as opposed to. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's more like a Flash Gordon than anything. Flash Gordon is alive. Gordon, I'm alive. <laughs> Dive. <laughs> Dive. <laughs> I play Granddaddy Pig. <laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Flash! Flash! Ah, savior of the universe! Can you believe that they've bungled that IP so poorly over the last few years? Over the last, like, 30 years? Uh, yes. Yes, I, yes, I can. Uh, I can believe it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's it's almost as bad as the Conan IP, except for some reason, Conan keeps on surviving through Robert Jordan novels and comic books. Uh, yeah, mostly. Although I didn't think the Jason Momoa movie was that bad. It wasn't terrible. I liked it quite a bit, but yeah. it's it yeah, definitely I, did not have that kind of Conan uh, Barbarian vibe uh, that people like. Oh, what's her face? Uh, what, what was the girl? She played the wizard. She was super hot. Fuck. She, the wizard. Back. I can't remember. I don't. I, 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 don't I haven't seen that movie in forever. I would like to. That'd be a good one to rewatch. I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah. Well. The, the, anyway, the the villain, the, the villainess in that movie is like is a famous actress. I don't know. She's super hot. But yeah, I was like, that's a dope movie. I kind of want to watch it again now too. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm thinking about Conan. Now I'm thinking about Conan. Uh, let me see. I actually have it. Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what it was. I just saw Rose McGowan at the the horror con. Nice. Yeah. She was uh she was there signing stuff. That's where I got my Joe Bob picture. Nice. Signed. Yeah, and Sven Gulli. Ha! <laughs> Love Sven Gulli. I know. Well, I have so many like pictures like with Sven Gulli that are just like taken where I meet him on the like the shop floor of a convention. Yes, I, I that's like, that's how I've met Sven Gulli every time too. I've never actually like pro like I've never done the proper like wait in line to meet Sven Gulli. It's always it was always like 
like I was like like behind the stage with my dad doing something for like a visual thing, and like I like Sven Gulli's just there, and I'm like, oh, you're Sven Gulli, and he's like, yeah, it's me, and then like I'm like, cool, <laughs> like that's that's always how I met Sven Gulli. I think I met Sven Gulli like three or four times, and every time it was like that kind of scenario. It was never like I'm here to meet Sven Gulli. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to actually get like a proper picture with him, like a really nice one, and I did, and I was very happy with it. Um, I, I, I love the throwback horror show, uh, or flashback. It's flashback horror weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was called throwback, but it's flashback horror weekend. I really enjoy that show. It's one of my favorites. And it's kind of the reason I don't go to adept. I don't, not Adepticon, Gen Con anymore. Cause it's the same weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, the horror show is going to be better and you, and you avoid the, uh, the Lorcana riot. The what? The Lorcana riot. Well, Lorcana had another riot. Yeah. I didn't hear about this. Oh, that was a Gen Con. Yeah. There was like. There was like people knocked over fights. They like knocked. They like destroyed one of the uh, booths. I don't understand why is that game so popular. It's 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 crazy. Like it, like, it's, it is. I know crazy. it's it's Disney, so you get a bunch of the weird Disney weirdos out about it. It's unreal. Like like I, I've never. So actually, you know what? I was just about to say. I I'm actually. I'm going to correct what I was going to say. What I was going to say is I've never seen a game with this. But I'm going to correct that. I don't think I've ever seen a thing <laughs> with this with this much hype behind it. Yeah, it's got so much hype, but yet it's it's one of those things where it's like everything's hyped about it, but no one I know talks about or plays it. Yeah, it's. I mean, I if they can afford to play it, because man, it is. Uh, those 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 box prices, bro, are not cheap. It's like for me, it's it's like um, Avatar, the movie Avatar, like Avatar made two billion dollars, but no one I know saw it. <laughs> the way of water. It's like it's like Lorcana. It's like it's it's the greatest selling game of all time. And it's like I look around. And it's like no one's playing this game. What the fuck? <laughs> well, it's not out yet. So is this? Oh, it's oh, it's not out yet. OK, yeah, it's not. out. Is yet, it? Is it one of those things where it's like it's, is this a money laundering scheme? You'll have to you'll have to see you'll have to see what you see after uh, in two weeks time. In two weeks time, you have to see if you see people playing it after that. It's like a, it's like whenever Pat sends me something about some video game selling for outrageous prices, I keep on telling him, I'm like, Pat, this is money laundering. You don't understand. This is just money laundering. Stop. Yeah, it is. <laughs> These a... games aren't actually worth this much. Is well, people, no, they... using... people are trying to legitimize drug money. <laughs> now, there was a, there was actually a, um, there was also inflating, the, like trying to artificially inflate the market because the, oh. what? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because there was the guy who, the person who bought the mint copy of Mario 64 for $1.3 million, which was like the absolute most insane price ever paid for a video game. Yeah, it turns out that person, he also happens to be a founding investor, 50-50 co-owner of the first video game grading company. That's yeah. totally interesting. Well, what you do, right? what you do <laughs> is you start inflating the price of, of video games, right? Which they did yeah. successfully. And then, you would, yeah, you figure out how to do that, and that increases the market. So then people can buy a video game like Mario 64 for a million dollars. They pay that million dollars for that, and then they can use that video game to trade back, and you get your money back. And guess what? Your money is clean now. Mm. You actually have cleaned money. It's been laundered. So it's money laundering. <laughs> it's not that hard. I mean – uh, Red Letter Media, who I've talked about before, did a whole thing about um, VHS, how VHS grading is now a thing and how like it's the most ridiculous thing ever. And it's just like this is all about money laundering. And then idiots who aren't into money laundering get bought into it and lose all of their money through stupid collectibles. VHS grading. Holy shit. <laughs> I know. Well, like. I like VHS. Don't get me wrong. I think most movies made between 1980 and like 1995 should be watched on VHS because that's what they're designed for. But that's just me. But you know what? I'm not going to pay over like six bucks for a VHS copy of a movie <laughs> I like. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, I actually at the at the flashback horror convention, I bought two vhs uh, and one of them was the best of wrestlemania one through ten so oh, was the other one Pumpkinhead? no i got um a nice copy of planet of the apes i've been looking for oh there was actually a um uh there was a copy of a movie i believe it's called horror train 
and it's a kind of Lovecraftian uh, train mystery movie starring Peter Cushing. And it sounds it's got very Telly, interesting. It's got Telly Savalas um, in it. He plays like a Russian general or a Russian cop who doesn't wear a shirt throughout the entire scene that he's in. And he's like obviously drunk and having fun. Mm. But it's a really cool movie. And I saw a guy with like a copy of it and I was like, oh, well, you know, I've been looking for this. And he wanted like 25 bucks for it. I was like, no, I'm not <laughs> 25 bucks for VHS. I mean, I just want it so I could play it on my VHS player in my office. I don't want to necess- I could just put it on Amazon if I want to. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but I'm not the market for that. No, but yeah, so that's a. Uh, I don't even know how we got onto that. Oh, it was video game grading. Yeah, something. Yeah. It was I, collectibles. I don't, I don't know. Collectibles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lorcana. It was the. It was. Oh, the, Lorcana. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was all about. Man, we went off on a weird tangent there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, is it a good game? Does the are the mechanics good? Uh, so from what I've seen, yeah, it looks pretty solid. It's like um, in the middle of, it's it looks like it's a bit more advanced than Pokemon, and then slightly less advanced than Magic. So it like should be the sweet spot for kind of everyone. Uh, and mechanically, it looks sound. So I mean that part. Looks good. I mean, that actually does look like a pretty good game to play. Are people still playing Keyforge? No, people are not playing Keyforge. No, Keyforge is done. Keyforge, they've moved on. Has uh, is Keyforge still around? Uh, I don't know if Keyforge is around because there was Soulforge that came out after that as well, but Soulforge also didn't make it. Um, um, so yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if Keyforge is still around. Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting concept for a game, but the actual play, I know. Like the actual decks didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> like it was like, why? Wh- what's going on with these? This yeah, is, I mean, uh, I could I could see how like a random number generated deck could lead to that for sure. Yeah, yeah whatever. And and a lot of I mean, I will say that that is something that you probably lose out on. I mean, I said I I didn't go deep in those games, so maybe I might be wrong, or maybe they thought of this and corrected it after the first sets. But like, one of the things that is kind of cool about playing you know deck, a lot of decks is like the theme like the the theming of the deck because usually the deck will play into its theme like you'll get a different feel so like when you're playing like a like a saprlings deck like which is like the plant growth you know green deck like you make tons and tons and tons of tokens and like that's a that's a unique game experience compared to someone playing like a counterspell deck like you you're 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 playing the same game but you are not doing anywhere near the close to the same thing yeah so it, yeah you it has a different mouthfeel yeah it's a different mouthfeel <laughs> god damn it <laughs> we can't escape yeah the, yeah it's 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 weird but yeah that was uh yeah so let's talk about some of the other uh some news uh i think this was the, this was an interesting one is that uh wizards of the coast had to tell the the D artists it's like hey knock it off with the uh ai art i am ready to draw a picture for you ro- ro- robot <laughs> Well, and the funny thing, okay, so basically, um, in the new book, it, they they it was caught that they were using uh, AI generated yeah, art. An, an artist trained an AI on his own art to yeah. do art fast in his style. Yeah, and it it screwed up some hands and feet, like it always does. Yep, it's part of the reason why AI porn will never work until they can fix that problem. I'm really um, work on that. Yeah, and it's like people are now so. Like people, degenerates who are into AI porn are so attuned to these things that now we can see it in D and D books. They've got, they've got it. They've got it unlock. Yes, the the degenerates have been like, fingers are weird. <laughs> I can't masturbate to this Naruto. That's true. That's true. That's, you know what? You're right. It's like oh, the toes. Toes aren't working. That's the part. That's the part where they didn't mention this in the uh, Associated Press article. Is that degenerates around the world can now identify AI-generated art based upon fingers and toes. That's right. We need them. Yeah. Amer- America's hard, hard-working, red-blooded degenerates. Degenerates. Um, which is actually kind of funny too, because I, if I think of anything, my biggest criticism of D and D's books for fifth edition is the artwork. I think the art is very genero fantasy mm-hmm. like it doesn't f- i don't think it feels D ish like you could take most of the pictures from the D art and from the D books and put them into any generic fantasy book and i would be like oh yeah that's totally from star finder I, I yeah i wouldn't be able to tell the difference um however if you 
But I think a lot of that has to do with them having a lot of control over the artists and what they draw mm. sort of thing. Like back in the day, you'd have like Larry Elmore, you know, drawing something and later Larry Elmore's work looks so much like Larry Elmore that you're just like, oh, well, that's Larry Elmore. He yeah. does D&D stuff. Therefore, Larry Elmore is D&D. Yeah. And now the artists aren't really as as attached, aren't like really that forefront of what's going on. I could see that, yeah. Like, like there is there there hasn't been, as far as I know, there hasn't been another like you know Wayne Reynolds or uh, Dieter Lizzy or Brahm, like yeah. where you like you know them and you know their style. Like you look at like you know when you look at Dark Sun stuff, it's like Brahm's all over Dark Sun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's just like um oh what's his face uh uh not I I mean there's just there's there's certain D and D artists that you will that you see and you're just like you know those names and nowadays they don't really have that because I think you know Wizards doesn't want to have personalities attached to their games it's just like GW mm. like you don't want the personality to become bigger than the game right and it's fair but it also takes away some of the fun of the game and I know there are people who really know specific artists for magic cards and stuff like that um i'm sure that there's like some anime artists that you know you're just like this is that person's style yes yes you know it's not just like like studio ghibli has a style but it's a studio mm. but there's i'm sure there's some manga artist who's written five thousand volumes <laughs> yeah no there's 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 plenty that absolutely it's like it's like up oh, that's, that's that's that guy's style it's like you can tell it's like oh yeah that's that's Har uh, harada like actually, yeah. that's a perfect one for me. The Harada, Tetsuo Harada. Like his style is like that's Fist of the North Star. Like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. That's a, I, that's one I would probably I could look at a picture and say that's Fist of the North Star. I wouldn't yes. know the artist, but yeah, exactly. Like, but that, you're exactly correct. It's just like because like he's got that style. Like that is him. Yeah. So the, I mean, like Dungeons and Dragons does not do that, which is is weird to me. Which yeah, is actually right. kind of funny because they announced that there's going to be a third. Uh, volume of End of the Death, the last book of the Horus Heresy. So, like, there was going to be two, and then they're like, oh, we got to do three. Because I think, uh, what's his face? Abnet is is so powerful right now that he cannot, <laughs> like, no editor can contain him. His power has grown beyond our control. It's over 9,000. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like that. So they they uh, they actually showed the, the cover for the last book, which is, you know, the Emperor fighting Sanguinius. And everyone was like, adrian smith did it better <laughs> which i'm like yeah i think if i if i think of one gw artist it's adrian smith doing this gw stuff is the best yeah it's pretty good john blanche too but I, you know i'm not i'm not a huge fan of john blanche i like john blanche john blanche reminds me of giger i, I don't yes. know why but like just that's what it reminds me of and I, i'm a big giger head so uh tim is a huge uh uh blanchitsu fan nice which is, and I, 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 I get it. I like him. And I, I, I get that people like him. I like his art too, but like some people like really go nuts over John Blanche. Eh, it's something I don't really understand. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Watsi had to tell him like, uh, you, you got to stop using the AI. And I think that was more of like part of their, their public thing. Like they're telling the people like out in public, like, yeah, I think they're like, Oh, so you're going to have a computer draw your shit? Well, we're going to pay the computer and not you to draw your shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So like, yeah. Way to fuck over like your entire industry, dude. Because now Wizards understands that, wait, we can, we could just have AI draw our art. We could do that because we own this art. So we could just train AI to take all of our art and put it into our book because that's what they're going to do now because of you you don't no, they, they they put out a big thing that they said that they're committed to not using ar in any capacity in their books yeah that's what they say and then they do it and then bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wizards is weird though because wizards would fold wizards is the only company i know that folds <laughs> like when when people get mad at wizards wizards is like all right all right all right but every other company does not like it doesn't care well, i mean it's, it's probably because they like wizards uh probably actually sees like sales data with like the like they probably are responding to sales you know like when someone see when when people are like see like you know the ceo of nestle is like i don't care that i killed those villagers because of dehydration by stealing their water they should have just bought dollar bottles of water from me nestle um 
you're you like you're impotent to do anything about Nestle. Like well, like, you're impotent to do anything legal about Nestle. Yes, of course. Yes, I all mean, the well, CEO's that, addresses are available online. <laughs> that's implied. Um, but like, <laughs> so like the uh, so like you know everyone's impotent to like do anything about Nestle in this capacity because like you like I was like, well, I'm gonna boycott Nestle products. Like, good fucking luck. Like, you have no idea how impossible what you're trying to boycott is going to be for you to boycott. Yeah, uh, boycotts are stupid. They don't and, work. But like with well, we'll see. Here's the thing: it's not that they don't work; it's it's that they they work on a certain scale. And I think on a scale like Wizards, which is still you know obviously gigantic for the industry, I still think it's a scale where the the player bases actually can affect the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that they that it happens so poorly with Fourth Edition that I think they're still like really smarting from it, and that happened over a decade ago. I mean, that's but that, that's still something that's like, I mean, I, I can't think of any other like product that was like that. Yeah, it's it's weird. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're the only company I know who will legit fold with something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, moving on. We also um, the Cities of Sigmar book got uh, got um, leaked. And so Games Workshop panicked and they put out all the official release of all the Cities of Sigmar stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw all that stuff. I did. They're very, very cool. There, there are some fun Rackham models right there. I would love, I loved this game when it was produced in 2005. <laughs> yeah, like these are like all legit Rackham models, which is fine. They're cool looking. I, Rackham is very cool looking. Um, I, I absolutely love the dead guy on the Palaquin. That's yes. fun. Awesome. Yes. Or there's a live guy and a dead guy. It's like there's a live guy in the front, dead guy in the back. Yes. <laughs> it's like the mullet of, of Warhammer Fantasy. And the uh, I, I do kind of like the um, the Manticore. I think the Manticore is dope as shit. I also really love the mobile fortress idea with the ogre cannon guy, the infantry cannon guys, and then the big-ass cannon. I think that yeah. looks super cool. Yeah. I mean, well, that's so it's that's all very Rackham to me. <laughs> it's like that's the thing. It's like I'm playing Cadwallon. This is great. Let's roll. I've traveled back in time to the year 2006. <laughs> I have to warn my future self about buying a house during the market crisis. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, but I mean, it's it's it's. So they're all really nice looking. Um, as a person who just spent the last like week putting together Warcry stuff from Games Workshop, these are like the first GW actual models I've put together in a long time. I have to say, it's like Games Workshop, please stop, please stop making these models so fucking complicated. <laughs> There's no reason. Molding technology has achieved the point where you don't have to do any of this, but they still do it anyway. I don't understand it myself. But yes, that was uh, the, the the Cities of Sigmar stuff was was pretty sweet, I have to say. And they also released all of the stuff for uh, the Black Talon uh, cartoon show on the Warhammer Plus. Remember Warhammer Plus, Steve? Uh, I do remember Warhammer Plus. I've watched Black Talon on it. <laughs> yeah, they released like a I don't know what it's I think it's maybe just like a limited release box set. But it's, yeah, there's just like a little warband of like cool dudes. Yeah, it's not for Warcry. It's not for Underworlds. Uh, it's probably for Age of Sigmar, but it's it's like a like a little warband. It's, yeah, it's a little warband, of, little warband of cool dudes. Little warband of cool dudes. They all don't have helmets, and then uh, everybody hey, everybody hey, bitched about them not having helmets, and they're like, no, they have helmets. Yeah, it's like they got both. You can, you can pick one, pick one or the other. It's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't enjoy painting. I'm just gonna put the helmets on. I just want to paint their faces real. Uh, the one woman's face uh, I shouldn't say woman the one yeah it's a woman I shouldn't say that either I shouldn't assume, assume gender the you one storm cast has African-American face I can't paint that no because <laughs> I'm a racist <laughs> oh sad day for everybody um okay so um oh one last thing i wanted to talk about was that we from last week we talked about how the one ring was found did you watch the video of the guy with the one ring i, I did not watch the video but I, I i i read the recap of the story and i was like man happy end of this story i mean it's like really a great feel-good story um the guy he found the ring and the video of it is hysterical because you could see his hand shaking mm. like just like 
the the thing I like about that is is like it's it was found by a guy who knew what it was. He's yeah. and he's not like he's not a competitive like a like a ranked player or anything like that or like a super ranked player. He's just a guy who opened up a pack. He knew what it was. Forklift driver. What's that? Forklift driver. He's a forklift driver, and it was bought by Post Malone. Yep. Like, and it's like a guy who likes Magic the Gathering bought it, and it was like. That's really cool. This is a feel-good story. Yeah, it's like I an everybody prefer- wins story. It's like you, the, the the kind of person you want to find a jackpot yeah. lottery ticket found a jackpot lottery ticket. Yeah, it's a. I think it would be funnier if it was like opened up in a pack by like let's say an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh, that you know what? That was something that I was like thinking about the other day too. I was just like, man, that would be ridiculous if it was in like just some child's collection. Yeah, no one had any idea of what it was, yeah. where it was. They, that would be that would be perfect, in my opinion. Yeah, that would be pretty. But it, it all ended up. Did you uh, speaking of Post Malone? Did you see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yet? No. The Mutant Mayhem. No, the Mutant Fan- Mayhem. It's a fantastic movie. It's a, it's a, it's a new Turtles movie. Yeah, just came out. Oh, no shit. Okay. I didn't Finger, know so close to the pulse of pop culture, Steve. Bruh, no, nah, I'm sorry. If it's a, if it, you know what, if it's got to do with Japan, I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> As the rest of the world will say, uh, no, the, the new movie came out and it's uh, not like any turtle product or movie that's been ever released. And it's so good for that. Um, I love it because so many people are complaining about how it goes against turtle lore. and the second someone brings out lore when it comes to any sort of like property for a child it makes me laugh but it makes makes the movies it's so much better (laughs) but the lore but the lore says (laughs) no they uh the only thing i found weird the only it, it really it felt new york more than any other turtles thing i've ever watched okay it felt more like like actual like Hey, I'm in Brooklyn. Kind <laughs> Man, of thing. When I was in New York, I had the fucking best lox bagel sandwich I've ever had in my fucking life. It was so fucking good. Yeah. Well, hey, the best lox uh, bagel and lox that I ever had was from New York Bialian Bagel, and that's actually in Chicago. So <laughs> uh, now I want to go there too. Well, it's on the far north side, and considering the fact that you barely leave the house, I would uh, I would say it's probably gonna be hard to get up there. It'll be a big run, you know. It's it's fine. Yeah, I'll run. It'll be good. Yes, the uh, but yeah, the turtle movie was really good. And uh, Post Malone plays uh, Ray. Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Ray Filet. Ray Filet. Yes, he plays Ray Filet. <laughs> nice. And he sings a little bit. It was actually um, fairly cool. Like they didn't have Shredder. Um, they didn't have any of like they didn't have uh, Kang. So they didn't do any of that stuff. They kept it really grounded. There was a lot of mutants. Um, Okay. And and Splinter really weirdly um, was voiced by Jackie Chan. All right. I mean, that's not weird. But the weird thing is, is they kind of made Splinter look like look Jewish. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. (laughs) Would George Lucas direct this movie? I mean, well, well. I, I I don't know how to explain it at all without sounding like a racist myself, but they did give him a Jufro. Um, uh, they get which uh, the younger Splinter, a a a a fro, <laughs> and uh, they came kind of like a, a a cadence, if you will. So it was like it was weird hearing Jackie Chan kind of do this weird like New York Jewish accent. <laughs> so oh, it's that I was gotta, weird. I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> But I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I liked it. I thought it was um, I thought I thought it was really heartwarming. I thought that like it's the only Turtles movie where they actually act like teenagers. Oh, OK. They actually and, you know, like the teenage part of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like frequently you know, ignored. Yeah. Like in every in every aspect of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think even in the 90s cartoon, they were like in their late 30s. <laughs> Yo, gonna have pizza. Yeah, exactly. Like. Like there was something that they would have said in probably, let's say early thirties as opposed to late thirties. Gnarly. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, it's fun, but they actually talked and they, some of the personalities weren't that great, but I think that was because they kind of got away from what they did in the nineties where it's like, no, only Michelangelo said gnarly. 
You're not allowed to say gnarly. That's right. Leonardo is not allowed to say gnarly. Only Michelangelo. But anyway, uh, I highly recommend it. It's it was the last movie I saw of the summer with my kids, and uh, they really liked it, which has kind of become my benchmark on a lot of kids movies of whether or not I think they're good. If the oh. kids like them, then they're probably a good movie. Nice. <laughs> if if the kids do not like them, then it's a bad movie. It's mm-hmm. like <clears throat> whenever one of my like on a, a group chat when someone's saying like, did you watch this Star Wars TV show? I think it's fantastic. And I'm like, my kid thought it was boring. <laughs> like this thing that's made for kids thought that, like was boring according to a kid. Therefore, your argument is completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like people who are always want to talk about like, I want a serious Star Wars show. It's a movie about laser swords for kids. Come on. <laughs> but anyway, um, so do we have anything else we need to uh, talk about? Uh, I don't think so. What about the super sweet Necrons they sent you? I think we hit it all. Yeah, those are really cool. Those are from Arch Villain Games. Uh, they do the 3D stuff. Their sci-fi tier last month was a ton of Necrons, but they're like super stylized Necrons and look amazing. Yeah, they look really fucking cool. What about the 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 or the the giant? I, I was uh, the Bone Giant was fucking badass as well. Yeah, the, I I kind of like that one because it won't fall over. <laughs> the impossible, impossible for it to fall over. Yeah, they, uh, I was I was just going through my my files for uh for July, and I was like, oh, these are sweet. Yeah, those are those are fucking cool as shit. <laughs> you know, there'd be some goober kid who would knock it over and break it somehow. Yeah, he'd like like he would just do he'd fucking physics defied EDM music it and it'd just somehow knock it over and break it. <laughs> EDM it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Darude Sandstorm starts playing and like you're like, how is this possible? <laughs> what's the name of that song derude sandstorm sandstorm you don't even finish asking the question that's what the answer is all right well um you could go to planet uh jesus christ wow you can go to the Game Classy Facebook page. It's the best way to find the link to the Game Classy Discord, where we're more active than in and Facebook. Uh, the Discord has all the fun stuff, and uh, you might occasionally find a uh, not safe for work um, a Discord that that'll work for you on there as well. We have multiple purposes. Yeah, so you never know. Yeah, you never know. If you want to uh, see us outside of that area, you could uh, see me at Instagram at uh, Game Classy Joe. Steve is currently off the grid, hiding from the government. It's true. They'll never find me. Not in my secret lair. <laughs> Steve, you're going to see Steve when they do when they do that Zuck versus Musk fight. He's going to like parachute in. Like, with the, with, he's going to fan. He's going to do the parachute fan. In, yeah, in I'll the do the parachute fan. It'll be me. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I hate those two so much i just i just i just i just crush elon musk's head between my thighs and just into a squishy paste that guy's got a huge melon i don't know i, I mean i've been training i've been training for oh. years <laughs> you're like those girls who squeeze the watermelons between the thighs yes exactly i'm ready yes. i'm prepared my whole life been training for this yeah i mean okay so if you think there was like a uh like a pay-per-view thing where it was like, watch Elon Musk's. If we reach a billion dollars, a billion dollars, Elon Musk's head will be crushed between a woman's thighs. Okay. Like, I'm not talking like just like suffocated. I'll talk like his head will explode yeah, scanner death. style. Yeah, to death. Like a billion dollars. Do you think that that money could be raised? Huh. I don't know. Like, it's a billion. It's a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't think even, hmm. That would be it'd be interesting that would be an in, that would be interesting because i mean because uh well okay so well in our broken world yes it would be because <laughs> i just had to think about that for a second i was like wait i'm a fucking moron because literally one other billionaire could be like ha that's funny and could just donate a billion well okay yeah i, I would suppose that uh, but that yeah. now do do i think like if you exclude the possibility of like someone who's like i i just have a billion dollars to throw at this taking those guys out of the equation i would say maybe 
I'd see, I guess I would say I would be like, how long do they have to raise the money would probably become the question there. I mean, I think, I think that there's a possibility that it could happen. Like if we did like a Kickstarter and the money wasn't taken until we hit the billion dollars. Okay. People would throw in like five, 10 bucks to cover the, the people that couldn't cover the money. Yeah. Do you think so? I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't say no. I, yeah, that's, that's pretty good to me. Um, you can, uh, you want to help out the podcast? You could like, comment, subscribe on the iTunes and, or you could, I, uh, like comment, subscribe on the YouTubes where I also put it up for some odd reason. I don't know why I put myself through that every week when I do that, but I do. It's on People love YouTube. It. People love it. Um, so, uh, Steve until next time, uh, El Duende Real. <laughs> Game Classy.